The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Did you have to do any shoveling last night? Uh, Snow blowing? No. No. Uh, but a lot of people did because seven inches of snow fell yesterday in Jackson. And southeast Michigan thought they were going to get a lot more snow than they did. The... Uh, Forecast was for uh, eight plus inches, but looks like um, Jackson County uh, among the top uh, yeah. snow getters uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I think that the drive home from school for the folks that had were in school, mm -hmm. they uh, they enjoyed complaining about that. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it was a little dicey from uh, three to five, I would say. Yeah, and with us uh, further snowfall overnight. Uh, and the cold temperatures, the Weather Service says black ice is a concern this morning and some slippery spots, so be careful as you're out and about. Be that. careful walking to your car, too. Um, yeah. We had someone go down yesterday. Oh. Yeah, but they're okay. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, we are expecting just uh, snow showers today, mainly late in the day and high of 33. Right now, 28 degrees, wind chill 22 in Jackson County, Napoleon, and Columbia Central closed today. You know, on uh, Monday we were talking about the polar plunge and will there be mm -hmm. snow and ice, and uh, it looks like it's gonna be just beautiful, perfect weather for the polar plunge, and that is this Saturday, um, January 28th. Jennifer Scanlon. Can you believe this? Is actually one of the plungers, and I understand she's raised uh, $3,000? $3,000. Um, I was trying to give her some advice on um, on what to wear for that. Mm -hmm. You know, I said I suggested shoes. Um, you know, so we'll see. Because you, you have to stand out in the cold for quite a while before you jump in. So uh, we'll see what she goes with. Yeah, and I believe the uh, water they jump into is not that deep. It's not, but it's freezing cold still. It is. So it should be, uh, should be fun. It will make for great pictures, mm -hmm. that's for sure. Right. So we'll have those. Uh, Sarah Scaife will be out there mm -hmm. uh, taking photos of that event. So I can't wait. Last night, Governor Gretchen Whitmer delivered her fifth State of the State address, her first in three years with an audience. And uh, among the highlights, she is, uh, as we mentioned earlier this week, she wants to expand the state's Great Start Readiness Program so all four-year-olds can go to preschool for free. She wants to roll back the retirement tax, which would save about 50,000 Michiganders $1,000 a year. She wants to also lower the age for the uh, tuition-free associate's degree from 25 to 21. And she wants to wipe out uh, unenforced abortion ban 
that's on the books and update uh, the civil rights law to permanently prohibit discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So some, yeah, of, the, uh, some of the legislation has already been introduced uh, on some of her points. Yeah, for sure. So I think the, uh, I think the theme was uh, preschool and guns, for sure. For sure. That uh, pension tax credit, that will affect uh, less than 17% of households mm -hmm. in, uh, in the state of Michigan. Now, the interesting one is if uh, community college free for 21 instead of 25. This is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think? Well, why not just go all the way down to uh, 18? Well, then you take paying customers completely out of the, <laughs> completely out of the show. So well, I don't know. If you're, a com if you're a community college that can take advantage of that, of course, it's great, right? That's yeah. federal government money coming right to you. So it's interesting. I wonder if it'll, it would help save some people like, you know, that would go back to school earlier that probably would never even go when they were 25, even if it was free. So I don't know. Um, the, uh, she talked about the uh, income tax as well too mm -hmm. and um, uh, that has nothing to do with uh, um, anything she says it's a trigger law that was put in place in uh, 2015 so if uh, the state that it's a law that requires the state to cut that rate if the general fund exceeds 1.425 times the rate of inflation so Noah will be working on that math <laughs> and we'll get it sometime in mid-February <laughs> it turns out um, w the state has been collecting um, so much money. They have a lot of money. Yeah, they have a lot of money. Nine bill? Nine billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, the Bureau of Economic Analysis reported that the U.S. economy grew by 2.1% last year. So those, uh, that helps to quell the fears of recession because the economy is growing. And yes. that's not a sign of recession. Mm -hmm. so. You know, um, the last couple of years, I didn't know this, the last couple of years, business lunches and things like that, takeout, those were a 100% write-off. Did mm -hmm. you know that? Yeah, that ends after this year. That ends. Yeah. yeah, now it's back to 50%. So did you take advantage of that? We did. Now, the idea, obviously, was to help out restaurants and uh, return people to the, uh, to the workplace. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I believe it or not, I forgot about that until I found out it was over. So. Mm -hmm. No tax deductions for me. No, it uh, was, yeah, those were the two reasons to get people back into the office yeah. and help restaurants. Yep. Uh, we had an uh, interesting uh, story about lifeguards. Mm. Um, with the shortage of lifeguards nationwide, uh, Philadelphia is so desperate in need of lifeguards, they've got 60 municipal polls. They're willing to accept them. candidates that don't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, how many That's times fine. have you actually seen a lifeguard in a pool oh, have to swim? They do. They do save people. They're going to teach people how to swim. That would be great. Yeah. Short season in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Short swimming season. So yeah. probably just a summer job. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see if the lifeguard shortage carries over. As I mean, obviously they're <laughs> anticipating it, but... Um, yeah, we reported last year there are lifeguards in California that were making $120,000 a year and yeah. up. Yeah. Even so more. They, even know how more. To, they have to know how to swim. You have to know how to swim. 
in a uh, letter to uh, subscribers today, M Live and the Jackson Citizen Patriot announced they will discontinue sing single copy newsstand issues on Mondays and Wednesdays of several of their newspapers, including the uh, Jackson Citizen Patriot. It's um, going to still be uh, printed, but you just won't be able to get it. Newsstand News newspapers are going away. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the newsstands in uh, New York. The oh, big, yeah. yeah. You can get uh, candy bars, coffee. Yeah, I love that. We yeah. need some of those. We need some of those here. Uh, Daddy Daughter Dance is coming up. There's two. There's two Daddy Daughter At Dances. At least. There's probably there's, more. There's a, there's a ton of them. Mm -hmm. So get ready, uh, social media world, for photos of dads and their daughters <laughs> all weekend. We have you're, one. you're going to a couple of them. I'm going right? to a couple. I have one at Queens this week, and so it's Saturday, and there's a group of 19 of us, and we'll be going to nights at 4.45. So, <laughs> so look out, nights, 4.45. And uh, the Jamie McKibben Daddy-Daughter Dance is February 10th and February 11th, and that is put on by the City of Jackson Parks and Recreation Department, and you want to buy your tickets to that as soon as possible, the Friday the 10th, or Saturday the 11th, just call the Jackson Rec Department or visit their Facebook page. And uh, do it fast because yes. it sells out. Saturday will yeah. we'll sell out first, yes. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Disney. Yes. Did you know that um, Disney World shut down the famous Splash mm -hmm. Mountain? I do, I know all about it. Yeah. What would you like to know? Well, uh, I, I, I do know that it was shut down because they want to revamp it because well, it has racist overtones. What? Yeah. No, I think they just closed it for the season. No, they're redoing it. Uh, it's based on a, a 40s movie that is uh, not politically correct these days. But you know what? If you missed the last ride of Space Mountain, uh, you Splash. can buy uh, Splash Mountain. You can buy Splash Mountain water collected from the final day with a certificate of authenticity uh, written in Sharpie on a Ziploc bag for $1,000. <laughs> but oh if you God. want really good Splash Mountain water, you could buy one that's not in a Ziploc bag, but in a Gatorade bottle for $10,000. There are 39 bids on that. <laughs> Seriously? It's nicely packaged, too. I've, my God. People. Why didn't I do that when I was there? It would have paid for the whole trip, Adam. Well, and you know what? Uh, the, the team at Disney, they let the employees take the final ride. Oh, nice. So I'm wondering if some of those employees grabbed some of that water. Mm. Now, this is just Splash Mountain in Orlando, the one at uh, Disneyland. <laughs> it's still operating, but they're going to revamp that one, too. Yeah, that one needs to be revamped. Uh, mm -hmm. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. uh, 39 people bid on that water. People are, they want it. Disney people. <laughs> yeah, but it's not packaged by Disney. It's, I don't like no, it. No, it's not officially Is Disney. there a video that comes with it that shows how, how, they, <laughs> how they got that? No. <laughs> it could just be one of the $10 waters that they ripped the... Yeah. I'm not happy about mm -hmm. this. No. Uh, you've been one of the top users of uh, DoorDash in Jackson. Uh, the statistics that's what are I hear. here in the top five that's in Jackson County. That's what I heard. Last night at a uh, basketball game, Loyola Chicago and Duquesne Dukes 
The game was paused when an Uber Eats delivery driver wandered onto the court during the game. Jeez, oh, Pete, <laughs> sir. How did he get way down there? Now, I have ordered... <laughs> what are you doing? I've ordered... Um, who ordered that? It was probably the president of the university. I've uh, ordered DoorDash to my child's <laughs> outdoor games before, which is a scene of it. How the yeah. hell did he get way down there? He looks like that guy that was getting ready to swing on Steven Jackson at the uh, Malice at the Palace. So the uh, announcers, they were very uh, curious as to what yeah. this guy was doing. And it turns out um, the video board operator had uh, ordered uh, McDonald's Uber Eats <laughs> and the driver had to come into the stadium to deliver and he delivered the bag of McDonald's. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh. Noah or Adam, will you please try and get into a stadium like that? Please? Jeez. That's absolutely absurd. Well, you know, these colleges, people, they're ordering this stuff all the time and it's just, you know, bring it to I, the stadium. Yeah, I, I still want to go to one of those big city McDonald's and just grab one of the bags that no one's going to take. It's because there's hundreds, the hundreds. Yeah. It's not just in the big city. It's here too? Mm -hmm. Well, the, the trick is always tip a buck or two extra and then that'll be the first order taken. But if you're going to order McDonald's and then you're going to cut the suggested tip in half, don't expect Ooh. it to show up. No. Okay. No, I, I think uh, people are encouraged to do extra tipping for um, just so you get the food uh, faster and to support the driver, the poor driver. It's it, like, to look be at honest, that poor guy wandering around. The only intention of my tip is that it gets there and it doesn't get eaten right. on the way. That's it. I don't mm -hmm. care about anything else. There he goes. Who's the idiot that <laughs> let him in working? I mean, this is a fine arena. This is a fine university. This yeah. is Division One. They stopped the game. Had to stop the game. Sixteen uh, minutes left in the second half. He's got uh, some Jordan ones on, so maybe that's how he got into the game. Maybe he looks like he's wearing one of those yellow Titan Club jackets. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what who it was. Yeah, it could have been. There were uh, no high school sports last night. There wasn't any high school sports, but. I can tell you what's happening tonight. It's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard and on deck. Okay, we've got a little trivia question for you, Bart. JPEC at Freedom. You tell me where Freedom is. Uh, it's got to be in Hillsdale County. Freedom? Mm -hmm. Well, it could be any town USA. <laughs> uh, Noah, where is Freedom? Flint. Flint. Oh, by the way, um, JPEC doesn't have school today either. Really? Yeah. We'll see if they still had to Freedom and Flint to play this game. Uh, we'll update you on that mm -hmm. later this morning. Girls basketball, a lot of uh, action tonight. JTV will be live from Jackson Christian. We'll be live around 6.15 for the Battle Creek St. Philip at Jackson Christian. Girls basketball game uh, presented by Avenue Auto. So thank you to Avenue Auto. And, uh, yeah, we're excited for that. Tomorrow night we'll have the doubleheader Western at Northwest. Girls game live followed by the boys game live. And, again, that is presented by Avenue Auto and all of our fine sponsors.
got a couple of uh, COVID notes. The uh, CDC says they uh, are close to uh, recommending an annual COVID booster. And they're also looking into uh, monitoring uh, the wastewater coming in on international flights for COVID. They, would, they already monitor uh, COVID uh, levels from wastewater treatment plants in mm. the United States. The plane comes in, they're going to test the uh, uh, wastewater for COVID. Weird. Do they uh, taste, do they uh, test the, uh, eh, who cares? I don't know. Travel bans didn't work, so this is plan number two. Yeah, I think now that uh, people are, now that it's an annual thing, I think, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think people are thinking flu. So um, we've got a great show lined up. We're going to get things started with guests from the Center for Family Health right after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back. Our show today is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group and owner Joey Bedall. Thanks to Midwest Vehicle Group for helping us bring you today's show. There is a movie tonight at the Michigan Theater. It's the Thursday movie. This one is called, I've never heard of this, but it looks good. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Members get in free, uh, non-members, $5. Did you know membership is only 30 bucks per year? Pretty good deal. Someone told me it took 30 years to make this movie. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how. And it's, it's short. It's a short. Okay. Well, it's tonight. Uh, joining us now from the Center for Family Health, Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Rose Johnson, and Clinic Manager, Family Medicine Women's Health, Tracy Van Buskirk. Welcome. Welcome back. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So you guys were uh, snow day yesterday, but you were open all day, and were you, were you busy? Uh, yeah, I think we, we were pretty busy. Yes. We, yeah. Yes, we wanted to make sure, you know, we were able to see people who needed to be seen in spite of the snow. So yeah. yes, we stayed open, did not close. Are we seeing, uh, are we seeing any signs of uh, the RSV and uh, some of flu A and B going down or going away? I feel like a lot of people that at least maybe were in my circle had a really bad October yeah. and November, but seem to be doing okay now. What are you guys yeah. seeing? I think I would say that um, it is a little better, mm -hmm. or at least it's, it's kind of staying steady. We're not seeing mm -hmm. a huge uh, increase in, in those in RSV yeah. flu or, or COVID also. Some of it could be people not coming in for the uh, testing, but I think it is kind of stabilizing mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. What's going on? What's going around right now? I would say we still have it. We still have COVID, we still have flu, and we still have RSV. It's just that it's not as uh, bad as it was yeah. at the end of last year. I know there's a 24-hour bug going around. I had it. The kids, some kids have had it. Some parents have had it, but it's 24 hours. And it's 32 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the um, flu season is typically all winter, and is it too late to get the flu flu vaccine now? Uh, no, no. Um, we actually, uh, I was really excited to come back on today and talk about COVID and flu again because um, I think that we kind of feel like it's going away a little bit yes. when it's not. And yeah. so I wanted just to reiterate to our community that 
it is still there. It is still important to come in mm -hmm. and get your flu vaccine. Six months and up, we have high dose flu for those folks that are over 50. Um, and we also have um, all of the COVID vaccines, the Novavax, the Moderna, the Pfizer, and uh, for the primary series and the bivalent for the boosters. So even if you had the primary mm -hmm. series, it's important to come in for your health and your family's health mm -hmm. and get the booster. Tracy, what can we uh, walk in for? What are some of the walk-in services? Would the vaccines be one of them? Yeah, we, we do definitely do walk-in for the vaccines, all the vaccines, okay. uh, and you don't have to be a patient at the center to do that. Um, so we have all the regular childhood immunizations as uh, and our walk-in is on the second floor and Monday through Friday, nine to five. Nice. So for six months and up. And those uh, uh, downtown, uh, Northwest, uh, Parkside. Parkside. Is the Lifeways uh, Center for Family Health um, back up and running? It, we are there on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but we don't have walk-ins okay. um, for vaccines there. How has it gone with uh, a few of the school uh, health centers back open and uh, able to able to see children? Okay. Yes, really good. Really yeah. good with mm -hmm. our schools. Um, both Parkside and Northwest, like we said, are both mm -hmm. open, um, and we've been seeing patients. Both kids and adults are, are uh, welcome to be seen there. So it's helped the community. Um, it's it's you know kind of like a private office where you yeah. can just walk in, mm -hmm. get the services, and we can get the vaccines, both flu and COVID, and other vaccines too, at our at our school health centers. And even if you can't make it during the day, you'll um, be able to schedule some evening appointments mm -hmm. too, right? Yes, yep. yes. Mm -hmm. We have evening appointments at the main, 5.05 in our main office, but we also have uh, our walk-in open all the way till nine. So anybody can be seen, again, not just for our patients, but anybody in the community is welcome to come and be seen in our walk-in. Uh, early in the flu season, uh, the high-dose vaccine wasn't readily available for uh, seniors. Um, now that you have it and it's available, if someone got the regular dose flu vaccine, say in October, uh, is there any uh, benefit to getting the higher dose? flu vaccine Well, now? it actually is not recommended to mm. get a second dose, whether it's high dose or the regular. Um, I know there's this thought about the waning effect of the flu vaccine, mm -hmm. um, and there might be some effect, some waning. However, it's not recommended mm -hmm. to get a second dose of during the same flu season. Yeah. Mm. I think the symptoms for RSV uh, and COVID uh, are, and flu, they, they all share some common yeah. symptoms, mm. right? Yeah. That is correct, yes. <laughs> yes. It is sometimes hard to, to differentiate which one it is. And, and so, yes, yeah, so we, of course we can do the testing in our walk-in and in, our, um, mm -hmm. in, our main, in all of our offices, we can test for flu, COVID, as well as RSV. And depending on what you have, there's, different, there's either no, nothing uh, you can do to treat someone or there are, there are some things. Correct. Right? Um, so, of course, we have for flu as well as for COVID, we have medications that can be given. Um, for RSV, although, although there is maybe not any specific medication, we need to monitor them very closely. Mm -hmm. So we can always advise about remedies that can help with, with symptoms. And, of course, with the breathing, we have medications to help with the breathing. Yep. And, I, and I think all three of those have the uh, potential to impact uh, your breathing. Absolutely. <laughs> which yes. could even lead to hospitalization. <laughs> Absolutely. Very important that we take them seriously. Do you have uh, walk-ins uh, that will come see you with, uh, with a struggle of breathing and then you recommend you know, either a hospital visit or something yes. else? Yes. Um, in our walk-in, we, uh, we, have, we have some simple URIs sure. and, and other conditions, but yes, we've also had cases when patients yeah. come in who have to be sent to the ER. Mm -hmm. um, but I think when someone has a question about what to do, it's just very easy to uh, come to our walk-in and yeah. be seen mm -hmm. so they can know the next steps. Right. So 
obviously um, these um, conditions, RSV, uh, COVID constantly developing, all, we're learning about everything really in real time. Are there some things that uh, you offer patients in terms of resources, uh, just overall health, uh, prevention that someone can take advantage of when they're feeling okay? Yeah, so definitely, we, that's why we also encourage preventive visits, uh -huh. so we want people to come in for like physicals, we talk about how we can care just overall for various screening, but also to be careful and what to do to, be, uh, to try not to ca contact one of the illnesses. Yeah. Um, Resources-wise also, we offer a lot of um, help with other like insurance concerns, transportation questions. Um, we have a food bank that we help our patients with. So there's a lot of resources. I think what I'd like to um, let the community know is if there's any question, please call or come in and we'll be able to assist with the questions and concerns. And if you get a call from someone um, that hasn't had a physical in 10, 15, 20 years, they won't be the only person that you've seen. Yes. <laughs> but it is very important to get a <laughs> physical every single year, correct? Um, it is. It is really important to be seen and, and managed and have blood work if necessary. Not yeah. everybody needs it, okay. but yes, that's an assessment that can yeah. be made. Yeah. The longer that goes out, the the more apprehensive people are to make the that appointment. That is correct. Right that is correct. And I agree with you. It's it, we won't be the, o the only person who yeah. hasn't had a physical in 10 years. So please don't hesitate to come in. And I think during the uh, pandemic, there were a lot of people that just put off their appointments, yeah. uh, particularly dental uh, care. Oh, right. They're just, and, and I think there was just a fear that you could get COVID by going to the doctor and that kept people, I think, mm -hmm. yes. away for yeah. quite a while, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, that is correct. We are definitely seeing people coming back. Yeah. That is awesome. That's wonderful. People are beginning to come mm -hmm. in. No, I shouldn't say beginning. They've been coming in to get care and we continue to encourage that, yeah. of course. Yeah. When we say healthcare for all, that, you really mean it. That's mm -hmm. your, that's your, uh, your uh, tagline, uh, mm -hmm. opening the door to healthcare for all for more than 30 years. Mm -hmm. And that's been really, I think, a big push during this last year of you are allowed, able, invited to come in. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. Yes, very correct. Yes, we, we do want to help anybody who needs any help, um, any questions, we want to be there. Um, and that's why we also have very um, accessible uh, and um, wide hours so that we can help our patients yeah. and the community. Yeah, and if, like you said, people have questions on any of those uh, issues like insurance, um, yes, insurance questions. Transportation. Uh, actually located your health centers uh, in neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And yes. people actually walk, walk to their bus. Yes, yes. So yes. and bus. Yep, yeah, they're in town. A lot, of, a lot of folks at bus, and we help them with that too, you know, being able to afford a bus ride to yeah. get to us. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate all you guys do at the Center for Family Health. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dr. Rose Johnson, the Chief Medical Officer at Center for Family Health and Clinic Manager for Family Medicine, Women's Health and Lifeways, Tracy Van Buskirk. More of The Morning Show coming up. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, now in their third generation being family owned and operated. Thank you to Vermeulen's. 
Grow Jackson Groundhog Gallup is the first ORS running series event of 2023, and they're hoping for a big turnout. I believe we'll have snow to gallop through. It starts and ends at the middle school at Parkside, and they'll be giving the awards for last year at the uh, ceremonies. So you'll want to be there if you were part of the last year's series and then get a head start on 2023. Uh, you can sign up right now at orsrunningseries.org. It's time now for a visit with Experience Jackson. And this time we visit a place a lot of people might not know exists in Jackson. It's the Jackson Golf Hall of Fame. Check it out. Welcome to a visit with Experience Jackson. Today we are in the Golf Hall of Fame room here in uh, Jackson County. We're in the city of Jackson. We're at Ella Sharp Golf Course. I'm with Rachel Buchanan from Experience Jackson and Eric Terrian, Golf Course Superintendent and PGA Pro here at Ella Sharp. And uh, this Hall of Fame room is just gorgeous, Eric. Talk a little bit about how this came to be here in Jackson. Well, back in 1980, uh, we had the Jackson Golf Hall of Fame Committee, Golf Committee here, mm -hmm. and they decided that there was so much rich history dating back to almost the 1920s and 30s to the present day mm -hmm. uh, that it needed to be recognized. And they decided to have Ella Sharp Park be the home of the Golf Hall of Fame. They decided to build an addition. Mm -hmm. And over the last 20 years, 30 years, it's kind of turned into this. And uh, there's a lot of memorabilia we're going to get a chance to take a look at. And each year, the Golf Hall of Fame committee elects a uh, new member of its class. And uh, they decide right here in this room uh, who the next committee member is. And uh, you're on that committee as well. Talk a little bit about uh, some, of the, some of the golfers. You know, it's amazing that you have so many people to put in a Hall of Fame here in a local town like this. Sure. You know, if you look through the Hall of Fame here, we have small individual plaques. And I'll show you one right here. Um, Nikki Weeks was actually one of our inductees here uh, last year and we have 70 members now in the Hall of Fame and if you were to come here it gives you their bios and all of their accomplishments that essentially got them into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, it's just not necessarily golf tournaments. We actually have high school golf coaches. Mm -hmm. um, we have caddy masters. We have greenskeepers. Um, so it's a variety of golfers that have contributed to Jackson Golf throughout these years and deservingly recognized. And everyone that uh, is inducted and you know, Nikki, uh, Nikki Weeks last year along with Mike Brocky, outstanding mm -hmm. uh, careers. Mike, outstanding career locally. Nikki played golf uh, at Michigan State, won a lot of tournaments locally. Rachel, you are uh, out and about promoting golf, promoting golf in Jackson. Like I said to Eric, we know about all the courses. This history is amazing. Uh, talk a little bit about kind of golf in Jackson and, and what you've learned about the last couple of years. Yeah, well, even just the last couple of minutes in exploring <laughs> this room, uh, it's amazing to see that Jackson has not only sent people to such high levels in golf, but you know, traveling and touring and competing around the world. So this is incredible. Um, you know, with golf in Jackson, it's a unique spot that we have in this country because we're one of the top um, areas 
according to how many courses we have per capita, which is absolutely awesome to be able to talk about. But I think it's 18, 19 courses that are public courses in Jackson County for people to come and play and visit at all different levels and all different styles. And that's been really exciting to talk about and to share with people while we're out on the road. Yeah, and there's a lot of fans of, of golf in general uh, in Jackson. Can people come in and stop by and poke around the room? Absolutely. You know, as long as we're open, we're yeah. here daily, seven days a week, other than holidays. And we kind of encourage everyone to come in and take a look. Um, we do have a lot of stuff here behind us and a lot of rich history um, it's not a five-minute tour yeah. it, it, it's a, it's a time-consuming looking over each detail and once you go through here you'll get an opportunity to really enjoy and appreciate golf history here in Jackson yeah it's amazing of course Dave and Mike Hill uh, long-time uh, legends you'll see a lot of their memorabilia here Elaine Crosby and uh, even Brian Stewart so very cool and those are you know those are some of the professional golfers but Golf in Jackson is driven by the local golfers competing in those local tournaments. And one thing that I'm amazed is how much those local tournaments mean to those guys. Is it like that everywhere or is Jackson special, Eric? I think Jackson is special. I, I think that Jackson is recognized throughout the state for highly competitive, very good golfers. Um, so I see it from other communities mm -hmm. that if you for, are from Jackson, that you're probably a pretty good player. Um, I think that you'll find um, in other state tournaments here that oftentimes that it's harder to win a Jackson tournament yeah. than it is to win yeah. another outside tournament here in the state. Yeah. Talk and well, let me expound on that. We have uh, we have guys competing, winning senior events, big time events. It's not. It's all ages of success in this town. It is. Um, you can certainly start with our top amateur, which has been Steve Madalena throughout mm -hmm. the years. Uh, Michigan Amateur Champion three times. Yeah. Todd Marston won the Michigan Amateur. Denny Vass won the Michigan Amateur. But then you get to our local professionals here. Mm -hmm. You got Ron Berman. Yep. Um, you've had Gary Robinson and even familiar face Greg Zeller winning the Michigan Senior Open. Yeah. Um, so you take these um, professionals and highly ranked amateurs that compile a lot mm -hmm. of tournaments here in the Michigan, which once again enriches our, yeah. our golf heritage here. Yeah, and Eric's actually one of the best golfers I've ever met in my life too. <laughs> now when you're out promoting the courses, uh, You'll have to talk about this Hall of Fame room, but you do talk about more than just the courses when you're promoting Jackson, but this is just uh, another stop on the list. Yeah, uh, between April and October each year, we put together stay and play packages. So uh, people from out of town can come in and experience the variety of courses. They can add on things like this. We make those suggestions while they're a part of it as well. And uh, so we kind of take care of them not only like giving them ideas of different kinds of courses that they can play, but also where they can stay and how they can enjoy the community at the same time. So it's a good package. And right outside this room, you guys have a uh, simulator and you're getting prepared to add a second simulator due to the demand. So I think that'll increase the traffic in the Hall of Fame room, but uh, talk about the need for a second simulator and uh, when that's coming. Well, certainly during the downtimes, wintertime, everybody's chomping at the bit to get yeah. back outside. So um, our golf simulator, we've had it for about seven years now. And what's happened is, is that we currently have a 96 member really? golf league. <laughs> so at 48 teams, that's an hour a week. So you're at 48 hours. We have five groups that regularly 
book, so that's another 15. So we haven't even opened up the doors yet, and we're already yeah. booked 60 hours a week. So, so the need for a second simulator is definitely there so we can allow the public to get mm -hmm. in. The great thing about it is, is that the second simulator is going to be what's called the um, Apogee. And Apogee is kind of like, hello Alexa, hello yeah. Google. And it's going to be voice activated. And actually, the tracking system will be all laser. So yeah. for those of you that are interested in club fitting, want to yeah. know how far you hit it, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, so we're looking forward to that. Um, look forward to that for next season. Cool. Um, construction will start here shortly. And hopefully, we'll have it installed by Memorial Day. Well, Eric, I would love to learn a little bit more about how golf started in Jackson. What's the origin? Sure. Well, actually, golf started back in uh, 1898. And surprisingly, the first holes here in Jackson were located on the corner of Wisner and Ganson. So mm -hmm. currently, right now, there's a uh, Speedway gas station yeah. there. Um, but the first holes were actually designed there by a woman by the name of Carla Carter. And she had just a handful of holes there to try to introduce and bring the game here to the United States. And from there, what happened was is that then she got a group of about 40 people together and they decided to build what's called Meadow Heights Golf Club. And Meadow Heights is, is if you go here locally in Jackson down Francis Street, you'll see Bird, you'll see Golf, and you'll see Meadow Heights. And that down those roads is where the original clubhouse was at. And that clubhouse and golf course was from around 1905 to 1925. And then unfortunately, the clubhouse had a fire and totally destroyed the clubhouse. Well, at that time, all the membership then decided that we need to expand and go from a nine-hole course to an 18-hole course. Uh, and today, that golf course is now the Country Club of Jackson, located out on Horton Road. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it being there. It's a little, little more industrial now, but it is, what a, what a cool backstory. Absolutely, and you got to start somewhere, and that's always the good first piece of information, and that's where golf basically was born and originated from. And I imagine that you get to spend a lot of time in here. You get to go, you know, literally behind the glass sometimes. There's got to be something that's your absolute favorite in here that's special for you. I do. And actually, you know, when I come in here, I, I see it every day for all these years. But there's times where I actually have missed something. And um, I learn something every once in a while in here, too. Um, this is my favorite piece. And this is a putter here um, that was donated um, by Phil Marston. We lost Phil Marston several years ago, and Phil was a tremendous golfer, not only professional, he was a head professional here in Jackson County for many years. Um, his uh, son, Todd, gone on to Michigan State and won numerous tournaments here in Jackson. But the reasons why this is my favorite item here is because Phil Marston, as a junior, won the 1961 Western Junior Amateur. And the significance of that is, is that the Western Golf Association was probably one of the longest, most popular organizations at the time. Not only did they have the junior tournament, they, almost, they also ran the um, Western Amateur Tournament, which in 1961 was won by Jack Nicholas here at Pointe Woods in, in Michigan. And then they also hosted the Western Open, which was the professional tournament, which was won by Arnold Palmer here in Blyfield in the state of Michigan. 
It's the what if because my understanding is is that the junior and the amateur and the professional the following year would have had an opportunity to play each other. So that would have been Phil Marston with Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. Well, I had no idea of that history. Uh, this is a little bit more mainstream history, of course, and uh, it's kind of cool to still see the Alro on Brian Stewart's shirt when you talk about legacy, and of course, starts here with uh, Dave Hill. Talk about these uh, golf bags and uh, kind of what these players mean to Jackson. Sure, well, well, certainly when you talk about Jackson golf history, these are the four majors right here. Um, you're talking about Dave Hill here, who was numerous winner on the PGA Tour, along on the Senior Tour and Ryder Cup member. Um, Mike Hill, who actually started his career back in 1960s, late 60s, and actually won at Durrell twice on the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. He had a hiatus where he wasn't on the tour, but certainly went back on the senior tour and was one of the greatest senior players to yeah. ever play on that tour. He went for a while as kind of being one of the most successful. Um, he had won more than anyone at the time, Absolute, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it was, at that time, it was, I was a young guy. I enjoyed watching him. I always mm -hmm. wanted to watch him every week. And it was exciting to root for somebody from yeah. Jackson. You know, then of course we go to Elaine Crosby. Um, Elaine won twice on the LPGA tour. Um, was in the top money list for several years. Um, not only her playing on the LPGA Tour, um, but for fundraising, what she's done here locally mm -hmm. with the Wendy's Charity and bringing a lot of her LPGA professionals mm -hmm. here. Not only for us here in Jackson to be able to see to play, but the yeah. contributions that she's made outside of her playing abilities. And then currently we get to Brian Stewart, our Napoleon native here, um, who will be also teeing it up here this weekend in the Sony Open, currently 175,000, so he's got some yeah. playing to do. Yeah. Um, but once again, when you had an opportunity to grow up and Mike and Dave play, um, a lot of Jackson people follow Brian Stewart even to this day on the app and cheering them on and hoping the best for them. So these are the four heavyweights right here in Jackson Golf. But to be honest, everybody here yeah. in the Hall of Fame all have a contribution to make here to Jackson Golf, which makes us very special. Well, thank you for giving us the tour. We won't spoil everything because we want you to come visit and uh, check it out for yourself. And uh, hopefully Eric is here when uh, you do get a chance so you can learn about some of this history. This is a visit with Experience Jackson at the Jackson Golf Hall of Fame. show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show. We'd now like to introduce the owner of the Enchanted Forest, Fauzi Hamden. Good morning. Good morning to you too. So, uh, new restaurant. Well, not not super new, but new, newish, new restaurant. A, a new, a new in the type of food. Yeah. In the uh, Jackson area. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I've had a chance to uh, to go a couple times. I know you have. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get just about everything. Tell us a little bit about what you brought uh, today. Well, Fauzi. I brought uh, falafel. And uh, this is hummus right here, and this is baba ganoush. It's made out of eggplant, 
kind of similar kind of recipe, but it's egg, this chickpea and this is eggplant. And uh, you know, your pickles uh, to dress up the uh, falafel sandwich when you make a falafel sandwich and, and lettuce, tomato, and uh, pita yep. bread. I'm gonna make a falafel sandwich right now. I want right you now. to do it, please. Yeah. yeah. And this is, by the way, this is turnip. A lot of people don't know what it is, but it's turnip. It's really good to add it to the sandwich. Uh, Fauzi, tell us a little bit about uh, how the Enchanted Forest came to be, how, uh, oh, how you uh, got to Jackson. <laughs> well, I, I was looking for a, uh, a location. I had three locations I was looking at, and then uh, when I came to Jackson and looked at the location, I fell in love with the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic-looking mm -hmm. bar, and, uh, and then um, the name came upon is my wife. She liked tell children stories, uh, uh, stories with the uh, enchanted. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, uh, enjoy it. So she said, "That's the only name you need to have on the building." I said, "Okay." If you want to have a private dinner, you can do that. If you want to watch live music, Absolutely. if you want to play pool, yeah. the Absolutely. facility itself, and I know a lot of people in Jackson are 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 familiar. Maybe they uh, were there when it was Azalea or Tom's Tom's. Tom's. Yeah, I, Tom's I hear a lot of good story about Tom. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but the the space uh, restaurants are not uh, built like that anymore. Are no, they? no, they're not. No, hmm. they're just geared for carry out and. Yeah. You know, not a really uh, seating, not um, uh, uh, full service place. Yeah. Am I supposed to put the baba ganoush on this too? If you like, I mean, everything is good. Why everything not? is good. You know, What's, I mean, uh, tell I like us saying, is good. Uh, baba you, you have to put. Did you put tomato and lettuce? Yes, yeah, tomato, tomato lettuce. lettuce yeah. Uh, Turn, yeah. What is this? Tur turnip. Turnip? Yeah. Tell Pickle us about turnip. some of the menu items. Um, you mentioned you, you grew up in this type of restaurant. Yeah, business. I grew up in, uh, in this restaurant, uh, fa family business, and also I managed restaurant. Okay. And, uh, you know, and fortunately, I went the other way with love of uh, Detroit muscle cars. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And you learned, uh, I understand, a lot of your um, cooking from your mom. Absolutely. You know, we around the kitchen with mom and... Yeah. You know, she cook and making things, and uh, you know, you just remember that stuff, and you mm. just apply it. Uh. So, uh, a lot, a lot of the food, a lot of the food on your menu. This is the only place you can get it. Absolutely. I want to show this pizza. Yeah. I want to show Absolutely. this pizza here. Uh, Fauzi, tell me about this pizza. Well, this just came about um, my my help. Say, hey, why don't we make a shawarma pizza? I said, you know, that's a good idea. So we uh, made it, and we. Uh, we all tried it, and we even tried it with customers, and they say, hey, this is fantastic. Okay, get this anywhere. It, absolutely, you no. cannot get it anywhere. This is That's great. True. Thank you. This would be a good, um, this would be good to pick up on the way home. Absolutely. And, and you, can feed, absolutely. you can feed a ton of people. Yes. So the menu, there's so many things on the there's menu. You can get yes, a burger, yes. you can get spaghetti, you can get a steak, you can get prime, I mean, you can yes. get everything. Everything, yes, yeah. absolutely, yes. A lot of this reminds me of the, uh, the Dearborn restaurants that have right, yeah, yes, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, this matter of fact, the bread come from a baker from Dearborn. Okay, hmm. and my suppliers that I get the uh, the pickles and turn them is from Dearborn. You yeah. uh, you're doing more than just uh, operating a restaurant. It's an entertainment venue. Absolutely, yes. Um, you have you have all kinds of fun stuff. You right. have uh, morning morning uh, Bloody Mary bar. Bloody right? Mary. Uh, yeah. We have breakfast. Um, 
on Sunday from uh, 7 uh, a.m. to 3 yeah. p.m. It's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pickle. Very good. Hmm? This is your. This is good. I saw Brandon eyeing this. Um, but yeah, we uh, during during the break we took a uh, entire pepperoni pizza up there and uh, have, have seen people walking around with the slices of pizza. So very well, cool. I'm I'm happy that they enjoy it. Now um, let's check this one out. One of your popular specials, and it's on your menu, I think. Every day is spaghetti. That sells out every time you have it. Absolutely, it? yes. No. We, uh, a lot of people love their spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. That's my my favorite from what I've tried at Enchanted Forest. I love the spaghetti. Yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Everything looks great. This tastes great. Thank you. And now I know how to put everything together. Falafel is falafel chickpeas as well. It's as a something? it's a dry it's a dry chickpea. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Same same as th this is not dry. This is more boiled, cooked, and then uh, uh, you know machined. That one kind of similar, but it's, but mm -hmm. actually uh, a dry chickpea. But um, uh, you you put it for at least good twelve hours um, in in water, and then after that mm. you machine it. It's not. It's it's not boiled. It's great. Yeah, it's great hummus too. What, what would you What would you tell people uh, who have never been? Um, what What's it going to be like? Well, their come first try time it. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah. My actually, my best seller, you know, in the, in the restaurant is the chicken shawarma. Is it? Is the be, It's the best seller, right now. And uh, you know, I go in the um, my my computer and I see which yeah. Which one I sold most of, and it's actually the chicken shawarma. That's great. Al yeah. Hooper loves chicken shawarma. Yeah. Well, wait till he gets a load of this pizza. He, he'll be amazed that he can get it in Jackson. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't think you could. Great for uh, great place to go for large groups too. Absolutely yes. So yeah, we could room. we could uh, have uh, from ten to twenty people to almost close to three hundred. Yeah, that's yeah, a, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And the fireplace, that's a big attraction, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially during this, this weather. There's yes, so many yes. places inside Enchanted Forest that are comfortable. Um, if you want to feel like you're a big part of a big group, you can do that. Absolutely. If you want to have a private dinner. Absolutely. Um, I know that when the spring and summer comes, there's going to be stuff going on outside. Yes, we, ha we have a, a deck outside okay. and a, you know, nice seating outside. and. It's a really nice environment, yeah. you know. So we've got um, Valentine's Day coming up. Yes, like, thank you for mentioning that, yes. yes. You're going to do a special? We have a special coming up with that. We have a New York strip and shrimp and a cocktail for uh, two, for $35. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah, <laughs> oh my $35. <laughs> Brandon, yeah. you want to be my Valentine? Might <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do one for lunch too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, that's, absolutely. That yeah, sounds awesome. that would work. Yeah. Take your wife to lunch and your girlfriend for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and there's entertainment constantly. You've got constantly, yeah. We have we have something. Yeah, yeah. If it's not like a, I said, the karaoke night, we actually there's so many fantastic folks around town here mm -hmm. in Jackson that they're gonna get discovered in my place. I'm that's telling you. Sure. I mean, you know, I, I see that. A lot of young talent, you know. I had a band; uh, they played last night for Open Mike, mm -hmm. and they were fantastic. I said, "Man, I need, I need you to come in here. That's you know, cool. And I pay you this time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they were really good. Awesome. So, yeah. Are you gonna try yeah. something? Yeah. What should I try? Uh, here, I'm gonna try. I want to try the uh, one of the uh, pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I, I'm going to try the baba ganoush. Am I saying it right? No, no. Go, yeah, baba ganoush. Yes, baba absolutely. Ganoush. Yes. Yeah. Thank yes. you again yeah, for bringing good. all this. Thank baba you. Ganoush. This yeah. is fantastic. I, yeah, oh, good cat. <laughs> oh, right on the pants. That's okay. Mm -hmm. So that tell me good. what all what all is in this pizza again. Fauci. That that pizza basically it has the garlic sauce. Yep. And has the um, uh, chicken uh, shawarma, which is actually marinated for 12 hours. Mm. With spices and so and, uh, and so on, and wow. also I added uh, uh, onion and uh, mushroom to this one. This is unbelievable. What yeah. makes yeah. it shawarma? The mm. spices. Uh, shawarma is basically is cooked slowly on a rotisserie kind of thing that spins, mm. you know. Yeah. So like nothing I've but ever this had. This is the way mom make it, mm -hmm. you know. I mean that's that's, uh, you know, you 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 eating something that um, that we grew up. Yeah, I've never Eaten had it. anything yes. that tasted quite yeah, unless like Unless, it just was not on a pizza, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very good. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had anything that tasted, tasted there, quite like uh, There are so some good. specials today, Thursday, uh, $14 Polish sausage and sauerkraut, okay. draft and bottles, beer, dollar off. Man. Wow. Take advantage, of, take advantage of these specials, you know. Not, not every place has, has specials like this every day. Take advantage. It's awesome. I'm going to take advantage very soon. I think today would be a good well, day. I, Polish I, sausage and sauerkraut. And then the weekend, um, Friday and Saturday, Fortunate Greg uh, playing. And that's a variety of rock and uh, country. Yeah, we've heard of Fortunate Greg. Yeah. Um, I think you had Marty LaFere a few weeks ago playing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's cool. And DJ Ray Ray. DJ Ray Ray, yeah, yeah. Ray Ray, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, you gotta come in and have awesome. fun. Awesome, Fauzi, thank you so much for uh, being with us today, and uh, we wish you continued sex success at the end. Uh, thank you for Forest. having. Thank you for having me. That's all of the show for today. Thank you for watching. Thanks to all our guests, and we'll see you live at one o'clock for Bart's show.